Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Well, hey, Take the Cake, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to this podcast. If it's the first time you're listening, I wasn't here last week. I mean, I was here, okay, but I wasn't here on the podcast. Didn't have an episode last week, so I'm excited to be back. I have been wanting to do this specific episode for a long time. Um, I've wanted to do an episode on dating, especially I'm in my late 20s and um, haven't dated for a while and I'm back in the dating game. And by I haven't dated in a while, prior to, um, let's see, I started started going on dates last uh, December, December 2022. And before that, I hadn't gone on a date in probably 10 years, so that's what I mean by a long time. This episode feels so vulnerable. I I don't know. I think it's just like, it is just, it is vulnerable, right? Like talking about your dating life, but I really wanted to do an episode like this because I, like I haven't been dating that long. Like I said, it's only really been from December till now, so it's really been like just over half of a year. Um, and I haven't gone on that many dates, but I feel like I've learned a lot about dating, um, you know, in my late twenties so far that I wanted to share with you that I think is actually really valuable. And, um, it's really been helpful for me. And this is a learning experience for me. And I think it probably is for everyone and it always will be. Um, and so, let's let's talk about it let's talk about dating let's talk about my experience dating so far kind of starting over the relationship front in my late 20s because that's what i am doing that's what i did and that's what i am doing um and i've learned a lot in the short amount of time that i've thus far been in in the field of dating in the field oh my gosh that sounds like this is my career it's not okay so let's just start shall we i'm procrastinating. Okay. So five biggest takeaways I've learned from dating so far in my late twenties. I'm sure there will be, there will be many, many more lessons learned (laughs) and there are more lessons learned, but these are just big takeaways that I've really experienced. The first one I wanted to say, go on dates to get to know you first. So when I first started going on dates, I felt like I have I had to go like the intention behind going was to I don't know honestly like how can I impress this person and like what am I going to wear and what am I going to tell this person about me that that I want to relate to them how like if it was for example if it was like a dating app a date or if it was like a friend of a friend and that friend was telling me like oh here's about this person I would try and find any single way I could relate to this person and like make sure that was what I talked about, which is fine. I think that's really normal. As humans, I think we find ways to relate to people, but I felt like I was going on the date to get to know the other person exclusively, like only, like I was only going to get to know the other person, which is a part of the date. But what I've learned is that if you can go on these dates to get to know yourself as the priority and get to know you and get to like learn more about you then it makes it more intentional. 
and it, I think it makes it a lot less pressure. And I think it also just makes the experience um, more enjoyable because naturally, I think we get to know the other person by just having conversation with them. And by switching the intention to getting to know you first, this don't get me wrong, this isn't like a selfish getting to know you. It's more of a... Um, I don't know, intentional, maybe a little selfish, <laughs> but intentional. Like, how can I learn more? Like, what what I started to do basically was after I would go on a first date, a second date, a third date, a fourth date, whatever it would be, with one person or whatever. If I was going on two different dates, two different people on the week, I don't know. I would after the date, no matter if I wanted to see that person again, no matter if I felt like it was a quote good date or a quote bad date, whatever it might be. I felt like, well, what did I learn about me? What did I learn about what I'm looking for? What did I learn about what I like? What did I learn about me? And it made the dating experience more of like a self-love thing and not so much how can I impress this person or how can I relate to this person? Because trust me, you're probably already impressing this person and this person is lucky to spend an hour or two hours or whatever amount of time it is getting to know you and looking at you and learning about you. So I think that, I hope this makes sense, like go on dates to get to know you first and get to know what you want and what you like and what makes you happy, what makes you excited, what makes you smile, what makes you laugh. And just take one thing or more from that experience and I feel like not necessarily, not like putting the date into like, this was a good date box or this was a bad date box. Like that doesn't, that feels really black and white. It doesn't feel, I don't know, for me that just like wasn't a good experience. Like it made me feel like I was wasting my time or like I was, I don't know. It just like, it just wasn't a good experience. And it, I just, humanity is so much more complex than that. And like dating is more complex than that. So I guess um, get to know you first is the first point. Okay. The second point I've learned about dating so far is I definitely want and need to spend seasons or months or whatever of my life when I'm like single right now, being extra intentional on cultivating other important relationships in my life. So for me, I'm single, I'm a single woman. I you know, gravitate towards being in a relationship. I'm a relationship gal. I'm a romantic type of gal. I need to spend extra time, this time being extra intentional on cultivating important relationships in my life that I do not want to see and experience get smaller, even if I do enter into a relationship. It is so important for me now, more important than ever, to have really solid relationships in my life outside of my dating world, outside of a potential boyfriend. I want to have really important friendships, my relationship with my family, and I want those to shine even through any dating experience I have. So right now I am like definitely spending some of my time going on dates and having that be a part of my life, but I'm really, really focused on cultivating really positive experiences with other relationships that are important to me in my life. Like it's the summer. Like I want to have fun with my friends and I want to make sure I'm spending a lot of intentional time on cultivating strong relationships with my friends, with my family and other important relationships in my life. Okay. 
Three, get to know your green flags and your red flags. I feel like this is something that maybe this is just a me thing. For so long, the only thing I looked out for was red flags or it was green flags. It kind of depended on my mindset. Like if I think this is natural, but if like I had a date that went really, really, really well and I felt really aligned, I would see all these green flags and I would, I kind of have to check myself and be like, hold on, what are the things that I didn't like about this person? Or like, what are the things I, I wish I like in hindsight, I, I didn't, I felt a little uncomfortable with or something like that. But I think it's, and then, and then on the other hand, if I didn't have like, okay, I'm on dating app. I'm like, oh my gosh, all these red flags. Like obviously red flags for me are typically a, a no, a swipe or an X, whatever it is. But I feel like it's really important to know both, like know what your green flags are, know what your red flags are. And that doesn't mean that person's not worthy. It just means that's, that's not the person for you. And, um, I, I did this with, with my friend, with one of my best friends, we wrote down all of our red flags, um, and, and our green flags. And it was healing. It was like really, really cool to like see everything written down. So I think know, know yourself really well. And also know that those can change and those can morph and you can add or take away or whatever it might be to that list. But right now staying present with yourself, what are your green flags? What are your red flags? Know those and have non-negotiables, have non-negotiables in your dating life. That is so important and know that those non-negotiables are okay. And it's okay to be specific about what you're looking for and what you want. It's also okay to not know and to figure it out as you go, because I think both of those things are really valuable and I'm learning about that too. So get to know your green flags and your red flags. Okay. Four, take the expectations off of dates and just have some fucking fun. (laughs) Sorry. Clearly this one is a, has a lot of energy for me, but I like to make stories about everything. Like in my mind, after a date, I would go and I'd make a whole ass story about what this date meant, what what this person, what they said, what that means for for me. Oh my god, it's so it's so annoying. So take the expectations off and just have fun. Just go and be treated if you want to be treated or treat somebody if you want to treat somebody or share the treats or have fun. Put your say into what you want. If somebody offers to take you on a date and then they recommend a date that you don't want to do, say you don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like actually try and have fun and make it a good experience. And that is so important. Kind of like the second part to this point. And this is really cool. I think if like have autonomy, I think, especially as women, if, if I think most of my audience is women, especially as women, we know we want the other person to like plan the date. And I think that's great. That's a great idea. But also like have autonomy. Something I love to do is like to take the expectations and pressures off the date. Instead of going out with, instead of meeting somebody on a Friday night for dinner and drinks, which is like, A, it's like your Friday night or your Saturday night. That's a big commitment. Instead of um, you know, doing like a dinner commitment or a drinks commitment on a Friday or Saturday night, invite that person for an hour 
to your favorite coffee shop, you're already maybe you're already going to be there. Invite and go for a 30 minute walk. Like it doesn't have to be like dinner and a movie and drinks and like it can be if that sounds fun to you. But for me, like I really value my weekend nights and even like my weeknights. I really value that time. So I don't always want to like meet somebody for the first time on a weekend night or on a week uh, a weeknight and have dinner with that person. That's a big time commitment. And that can put a lot of expectation on myself, at least personally. So to mitigate that expectation, I often will do a coffee shop day or like a walk instead of, you know, sitting face to face for a whole meal. Again, like whatever you need to do to have fun, have fun. And if the, if it doesn't sound fun to you, that whatever the person recommends, say that that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it's harder than it sounds for me, at least it is. Cause I think a lot of people, including myself are people pleasers. Okay, the last takeaway that I've learned so far is to constantly remind myself to release any timeline, any pressures when it comes to like, okay, again, making stories about what the dating life means. Oh, it's our first date. It means this. It's our, it means we hug. Second date means this. Like whatever, all this stupid stuff. Like it doesn't matter. You do what you want to do. If you want to do X, Y, and Z with this person on the first date, then do it. If you never want to do that on, on the millionth date, then, then that's fine too. You know, it's just, it's about you. You have autonomy. You get to call the shots about what, you know, you want to do with this person and and how you want to spend your time. You catching my drift? Releasing the pressures, right? It's so important. Like constantly having to remind myself that it doesn't, it, it is what it is. It is what I want it to be. And that is great. <laughs> that's good. Um, so those are the five takeaways I have so far. I don't have more because I'm still learning personally, but, um, I hope that this helped or inspired you. I, I know that this is a little bit of a random, like my podcast is mostly like health and wellness and recovery. And this is a part of health and wellness. I think conscious relationships, um, relationship with self, but all in all, like, I think my biggest takeaway it really is about like self-love first and like having autonomy, calling the shots, being the one to like lead your own life and, um, and have fun. So that's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. If, if you're like navigating this too, um, anyways, thanks for listening. And thank you for taking my very novice relationship advice that, you know, I'm just a person. I don't, I'm no expert. There's plenty of other podcasts you can listen to with relationship experts. I'm not a relationship expert. I'm still learning every day. So, um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in to take the cake. This was a little bit of a quick one. Um, let me know what y'all thought and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye.